Welcome to In Case You Missed Us. Hey guys, it's Christina from Us Weekly, and each week at Us, we talk to some of the hottest in Hollywood and dish about pop culture, reality TV, relationships, and a whole lot of gossip, while of course getting all of the latest news from your favorite stars. This podcast is brought to you by Us Weekly. Get 20 issues of Hollywood's hottest magazine for just $20. That's 80% off the cover price. Go to the website usmagazine.com forward slash podcast and sign up today. Now this week, it's all about the ladies here at Us Weekly. We've got a housewife, a former Bachelor contestant, and a famed prosecutor. Talk about a wide range. All right, let's kick things off with some Housewives news. The Real Housewives of New York City is gearing up for its 10th season, which means drama mixed with drinking, mixed with glitz and glam. OG housewife Ramona Singer stopped by to dish about the new season, her love life, and how Luanne de Lesseps has bounced back from her recent arrest. Tenth season. I mean, that's insane. Did you ever think that when you started this, that you would be a housewife for ten years? No, absolutely not. I mean, I knew when we were filming. I told the production company, which is the same as now. I said, Mm -hmm. you know what? We're going to hit a million viewers average, and they looked at me like I was nuts. Yeah. But guess what? I was right. We hit a million the first year average, and it's just been. But I never expected ten years. Never in my life. Any regrets from ten years? (laughs) You know what? I I never have regrets because Mm -hmm. that that you can never look back. No, you you can't. You know, you have to embrace things and open up so many doors for me. Mm -hmm. Is there the one moment where you look back on ten years that you can really pinpoint and be like, "That was my favorite time on the show"? Um, Even though I'm not married, my favorite time when is when I renewed my vows with Mario. Yeah. It was like a really beautiful moment. That's great. Yeah, it was That's great. great. And my daughter was there. Mm-hmm. And Coco, too. Right, and Coco. And Coco's over here right now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. Okay, so what, do we think that season 10 is the best season yet? You know, I'm always prejudiced, so of course I think it is. And um, I know myself, I've, I've kind of like... I evolve and just, mm-hmm. you know, all of us evolve. And sure. for me this year, I finally really embraced me, myself, and I. I'm really in a good place. Mm-hmm. I've accepted that I'm um, not with my ex anymore. And I'm, I'm not dating, really. Yeah. I'm not involved with anyone. And I put my energies back to what is my core, my a business. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm developing, or rather, I have developed, it was coming out in May, mm-hmm. um, an anti aging skincare line called, great. funny enough, called Ageless by Ramona. Because everyone says to me, why do you keep looking younger? Mm-hmm. You do. And it's, you know, the secret is great skincare. You're aging in reverse. I'm I love aging it. Aging in reverse, almost like a Benjamin Button. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and, you know, I don't know how old you are, but I found mm-hmm. out from the doctors endorsing me, you have to start using this when you're 23 years old. Oh my God, well, I'm not 23 years <laughs> old. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. But you look fantastic and I'm so excited about that and you said that you you know this is all about focusing on you this season how did you kind of get to that point where you realized you know I need to kind of block every distraction out and just focus on me um you know when you go through hardship it takes time I mean Mm -hmm. the first year when I was going through the divorce with Mario which was two seasons ago season Mm -hmm. eight um I think I was in shock and I just maybe the relief of it made me kind of like this euphoric fake high mm-hmm. and I know I was really helping the girls try to mend their fences because everyone was fighting with everyone Bethany was fighting with Sonia she was mm-hmm. upset with Sonia she was upset with Luann Luann and Carol were upset I mean I was like, <laughs> trying to put out fires all the time yes. and then last season I think the reality of my situation really hit me and um 
I just wasn't in a good place. And when I had an altercation with, like, let's say, Bethany, mm -hmm. I didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And um, I think when you're not feeling good about yourself, you can't handle altercations or anything. And I just think I, I just evolved to this place. And, you know, I think, you know, redoing my apartment and making mm -hmm. that, like, really beautiful and kind of reflecting who I am now and having a new environment, that helped me a lot. And, and then I said, you know what? I mean, listen, we all love men, but I'm like, yeah. hey, screw the guys, okay? Right. I, I could care less. I'm going back to being Ramona, who I always have been, centered, entrepreneurial. I always tell my daughter, do what you love. Mm -hmm. um, I love skincare. I love looking young. Um, so I just got involved with that, and I'm just so excited about That's it. That's great. You had to like, fall in love with yourself all over again. Yeah. 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 So yeah. does that mean that you are not getting involved in any altercations this season? Well, <laughs> not to say I don't, but I think actually you can tell from the trailer mm -hmm. I'm really not because right. I, have a, I have a different approach. My approach is not to be confrontational. Sure. Yeah, not to be confrontational, right. but more like to take someone to the side. For instance, you're going to see Carolyn Tinsley have some blowouts, and instead of like speaking to them together about it and maybe making it more fueled up and worse, mm -hmm. I take Tinsley to the side. I take Sonia to the side. I have conversations, and I try to you know work it that way. Yeah. So um, it's just kind of interesting how I evolved. Now I don't know how it'll be a year from now, but this sure. is where I'm right yeah. now. Yeah. Did it make it a more fun experience for you going into like this? Um, you know what? For me, I'm feeling more calm. I'm feeling yeah. more zen. safe yeah. and zen and calm mm -hmm. and just really acceptable and accepting who I am and, and realizing other people have the highs and lows and they have faults and just not getting aggravated by them. Sure. Because, you know, when someone is screaming or yelling at you, they're really yelling at themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And you you did say that dynamics kind of shift this season. Yeah. How so? Well, I think, you know, the, the fact that there was a wedge that has come between, um, a discord between Bethany and Carol kind of affected mm -hmm. the whole ambiance of the show. And, and all of a sudden this season, I'm like really close to Dorinda and Carol, mm -hmm. much yeah. more than I was previously. Sure. Why do you think that is? I think because, you know, what I like about them is that they're very accepting. Mm -hmm. I think the three of us are very sim similar. We're very accepting. We're non-judgmental. We like to look at the upside. Mm -hmm. We like to look at life half full, not half empty. Yeah. Um, if you do something wrong, we forgive you. We move on. Mm -hmm. We're all smart. Um, we live in the moment. We don't yeah. worry about yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why. Yeah. Did the wedge between Carol and Bethany kind of force people to choose sides? I don't, I don't think we chose sides. I think yeah. things just happen organically, organically mm -hmm. you know. And I think there is no sides. No sides are chosen. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever happened between Bethany and Carol happened between them. And everything else just kind of happened organically. Yeah. And what is your relationship now with Bethany? You know, Bethany is Bethany. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's always an up and down roller coaster. Yeah. You know, I just, no, I just, think Bethany is just not happy. I mean, she yeah. says she's not happy. I mean, she's either crying or screaming. I mean, mm -hmm. um, she's, you know, she's Bethany, you know, she, and I just accept her for who she is. And I just think she's just not at a happy place. Yeah. Hopefully she'll get happy. You got to give her some of your, your new motto about, <laughs> you're like, I'm good. Um, and then you talked a little bit about your relationship with Sonia. Right. You know, you said that that relationship is kind of on the outs. Is there any way that you guys would ever repair your friendship, or do you right. kind of see that as well, kind of non-existent? Well, you have to watch the show and to see how we evolve our to, friendship. <laughs> I know. No, but yeah, we're definitely right. um, not in a great place when yeah. we start the season, and you'll have to see how we evolve. Sure. But, of course, there's not just drama. There's also always a lot of fun on the show this season. Absolutely. So what is that one moment that you can't wait for fans to see? I know there was, um, in the ep when we went to the Berkshires, mm -hmm. I, don't, I had this cockamamie outfit on. I had a negligee. 
with like a sweatshirt and sweatpants and I don't know what Sonia had on it was like me and Sonia and Dorinda mm -hmm. maybe even Luann and we're yeah. going crazy dancing in our, in our nightgowns and casual outfits we just go nuts and it's just kind that. of funny that's so funny let's talk a little bit about Luann how mm -hmm. is she doing right now because obviously we know that she goes through a yeah. lot of ups and downs this season and I'm sure that was hard for you as somebody that's known her for so long oh, to watch her go through something yeah, like this yeah it's hard this. to watch anyone anybody. go through that mm -hmm. and you know what I realized in, in life is people fall down you can fall mm -hmm. down hard and boy yeah. did Luann fall down hard but is how you get up mm -hmm. and she has gotten up and is in such a good place such yeah. a better place and we're all so proud of her we really are do you think that she's in the best place that she has been in a long time since maybe before Tom um, you know I, I just know she's in a great place I think yeah. she you know I think she you know, she she says herself she's able to spend time alone with herself she's doing yoga she's going to AA every day and mm -hmm. she's lost weight and, and she looks fabulous That's you know she just, she just came off her cabaret show mm -hmm. which is something she loves doing so yeah I think she's She's really genuinely happy and feeling really good about herself. Do you think that situation almost brought everybody a little bit closer together at one point? Because I know you guys all went mm -hmm. out together and kind of rallied around her and supported her. Yeah, I think that's really the great thing about all of us seven women. You know, we can all have our ups and downs. Mm -hmm. We can all have our little fights and skirmishes, our little, like, you know, tit for tat. But when anything really bad happens to one of us, we all rally around. Yeah. And we definitely all rallied around Louie. That's great. Counting down the days until that premiere. All right, moving on to the girl that everyone loved to hate on Nick Vile's season of The Bachelor, Corinne Olympios. Corinne stopped by a few weeks back and broke down what she really thought of Ari Leyendijk Jr., what went down on Bachelor in Paradise, and if her Bachelor days are behind her. Ari, for me, it's just, you don't act any differently with any other girls. Like, you don't have any sort of, like different relationship with any of the girls like mm -hmm. you literally look at them all the same talk to them all the same kiss them all the same yes, it's true. there's no like lines between any of the relationships mm -hmm. like this one's like more sex driven this one's more just like they have the same humor like no there's no yeah. like he's just like oh, you're oh. just like blah mm -hmm. like let's make out mm. <laughs> with the hand and the smirk you know nothing against Ari I've never met the guy I heard yeah. he's amazing it's mm -hmm. literally not you Personally, like I hope to get to meet Ari one day, but like as a bachelor watching you on TV, it's just like, come on, like, yeah. Uh, Sarah's asking thoughts on Crystal. I'm not even gonna waste my time talking about Crystal. <laughs> have you have you met any of these girls? No, 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 yeah, don't feel like meeting her. No, but Be Becca M and I exchanged DMs, and mm -hmm. she was really cool. That's cool, yeah. Now, you know, we reported that Ari is no longer with the girl that he chose as the winner and he is now with the runner-up what do you think about that move listen do you I mean but it's like I don't think it's really like I don't know I it could go both ways I mean like do you go follow your heart but it's like you should have known mm -hmm. when you gave someone a ring yeah you know at that point yeah it's like you can't you don't just like change I don't know I just think it's like if that was a real life situation and a guy like a guy got engaged to a girl and then mm -hmm. decided wait no I want to be with my ex-girlfriend like that's effed up yeah <laughs> <laughs> like think about it in a real life situation oh, 100 no totally what did you have um, have you talked to Nick at all I know you posted a photo of the two of you a couple weeks back talk to me about the photo oh my god this photo caused <laughs> so much drama girls it was bachelor monday i was just like right. putting up a cute throwback but i didn't put a caption just because like i honestly wasn't even thinking about it, sure. but it honestly that's pretty funny that i didn't put a caption. <laughs> like, 
Um, you got people talking about it. But Nick got all bent out of shape about it. Like, relax. <laughs> like, if anything, you're welcome. You gained 400 followers from me. <laughs> like, keeping you relevant here, Nick. If Nick proposed to you that you guys would still be together. If I had made it through the show, mm -hmm. first of all, I had no idea I was going to be sent home that day. Really? Our hometown date was so mm -hmm. genuinely good. Yeah. It was so organic. And, I mean, it's funny because it really was organic because that, that is a day in the life of Corinne. Mm -hmm. Just being ridiculous and buying dumb things, like, <laughs> in a, an expensive store. Sure. And, like, trying things on and, like, laughing about it. But, like, I so was not expecting to go home then. Anyway, sorry. Venting. <laughs> That's okay. No, back to Back to, like... Yeah, if I had made it through, I really was ready to be with Nick yeah. at that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you you definitely would have seen that whole thing through. If I just honestly think that we would have just been really good together at that time. He supported my crazy silliness. He he was funny with me. Mm -hmm. Like we had. I mean, maybe you didn't see it as much on camera, but beside our sexual connection or whatever chemistry. Mm -hmm. We had really good, intimate conversations, sure. too. Yeah, we really no. did. There were times where I really got deep with him, and mm -hmm. we really got into it, and he's a good listener. Yeah, no, because we do a Bachelor panel every week, yeah. and we always said that you guys seem to have the strongest connection out of everybody, and, you know, a lot of people always, you know, made jokes because you made, you made jokes on the show and, you know, things like that, but it did seem like you guys actually did have the strongest connection out of everybody. Yeah. So were you surprised that he ended up with Vanessa? I wasn't surprised that he ended up with Vanessa. Yeah. Because um, it just was so, like, the the thing like mm -hmm. you could just tell but I called it from the beginning that they weren't gonna last yeah no I, I called it from the beginning mm -hmm. and and, they, and Vanessa actually was not happy with me about that yeah but I've seen her since and she was like you were right I'm like and I explained to her I'm like listen I didn't say anything bad about either of you guys I just genuinely don't think or didn't think at the time that you guys were going to stay engaged sure. you're two totally different people mm -hmm. are you dating I'm not, I'm single, right. but, like, I'm, like, mingling. <laughs> I, like, go out, and I'm, like, fun and, like, right. whatever. I'm, like, mm -hmm. open to meeting someone. Sure. So. Do you want to settle down? I, I am ready. You're ready. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, but not with the wrong person. Like, I'm not a settler. Right. So, like, I'm ready to settle without settling. Of course. Yes. Um, what's your relationship like with Demario? Because I know you guys went out on Valentine's we Day We didn't together. go out on Valentine's okay. Day. <laughs> Demario, I love you, but we didn't go out on Valentine's Day. I, I didn't even text you on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Wait, so how did this happen then? I don't know. <laughs> I love him though. Don't right. get me wrong. I yeah. love the guy. Mm -hmm. We're really good friends. We're really close, but like I didn't I didn't see him on Valentine's Day. That's so funny. That's, That's really, that is really funny. Right. But you guys did hang out on Halloween or something like that. Yeah, we hang out all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, were you surprised? Honestly, it wouldn't have been weird if we hung out on Valentine's Day. We sure. just didn't. Didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> were you surprised that such a great friendship kind of sprung from this whole thing? I am surprised. Yeah. I'm happy, though. Mm -hmm. I'm genuinely happy because the truth came out in the end. Yeah. A lot of assumptions were made that were terrible and wrong. And me and Demario, all that mattered to me was that Demario and I knew the truth about what happened and got to the bottom of it, bottom of it on our own. And I'm just glad we were able to also publicly do sure. that. Sure. Were you 
Did things just get way too out of proportion? Things just got really crazy, and let me tell you, that is not something that's easy to deal with. I'm sure. It's, that had to be a really, really difficult time. It was. Yeah. I'm, it was. I'm sure it's, you're happy that it's well in your past. I look back, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even believe I de dealt with that. Like, mm -hmm. I, I would, like didn't want to leave my house. Yeah. It was did, insane. Did the friendships change after that? with people that were in the Bachelor community? Oh, absolutely. Community. Yeah. Don't think for one second I'm not going to remember who turned their back on me and mm -hmm. who unfollowed me Yeah. at that time. Listen, I'm cool with everybody, and you guys know who you are, mm -hmm. but I will never forget that for one second sure. because I genuinely had never said a bad word about any of those girls or guys, and I have never done anything to them. So the fact that they just automatically took Demario's side and Demario feels the same way he mm -hmm. was like why is Corinne the bad guy in this we're in this together like Corinne never Corinne's not the one who said something mm -hmm. Corinne's not the one who's complaining here yeah this is not on Corinne mm -hmm. but I I know who was there and who was not there right mm -hmm. are you done with the Bachelor franchise no I no. love the Bachelor bad, franchise okay. so that didn't leave My a bad family. taste with you nope, your mouth. not at all no, not at all that's good so yeah. would you go back to a paradise of course you would yeah, yeah why not and finally, we had the privilege of sitting down with O.J. Simpson prosecutor Marsha Clark. In between reflecting on the case that once gripped the nation, Marsha revealed that she knew very quickly that she wasn't going to win the trial, talked about her relationship with Christopher Darden, and gave some sound legal advice to some of our favorite celebs. We dug into every aspect of their marriage and Nicole's life mm -hmm. and his life and everything that happened that night. I mean, hundreds of witnesses were interviewed. Mm -hmm. So, no, I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing new has Ugh. come out That's crazy. that I didn't, that we didn't no. know back then. Is there any, like, one regret or something that still keeps you up at night from that trial? You know, nothing... Not, not in terms of anything that I could do. Of course, yeah. Right? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I, yes, the one regret is I wish that we had not agreed to accept Judge Ito. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> and I do think that would have made a difference. Mm -hmm. um, do I think we could have gotten a conviction? No, no. Under no circumstances. But we could have probably gotten a hung jury. Yeah. That's I, possible. I, you know, you said in an interview recently that you knew early on that things were going wrong. That's so interesting to me. So how early on did you know that this was not going in your favor? Very, very quickly. Really? Yeah, because... First of all, this case was being tried downtown. I had been mm -hmm. trying cases downtown for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And there was always trouble when you had a, a minority defendant mm -hmm. um, because the tension between the police department and the, and the minority community was very fraught. Yeah. It only got worse after Rodney King verdict and the Rodney King riots. Mm -hmm. And so the tensions were very high. Suspicion of the police was very high. Mm -hmm. And downtown, you always have a diverse jury. And so we always had an uphill battle when we had a minority defendant, and this one was also famous. Sure. So it was very clear this was going to be an uphill battle. Yeah. And very quickly, we long before we picked a jury, we knew that a conviction was highly unlikely. So crazy. Yeah. Why do you think he did that interview recently? Or I know that the interview was taped a while, a yeah. while ago, um, so and I know you said yeah. you didn't watch it. Yeah. But why would somebody do something like that to hypothetically admit that you are... That you, that you killed somebody. Why did he do it? Probably for money. Yeah. That no one will ever be able to prove that he got. Because mm -hmm. if he did, the Goldmans would be entitled to it. Yeah. So I can't. That's the only guess I have. Yeah. Does yeah. it bother you that he's roaming free? Well, you know, of course. I mean, in the sense that I, you know, I firmly believe that he murdered Ron and Nicole. Mm -hmm. And no one has ever been brought to justice for their murders, which is tragic and 
I, I try to remind people of them all the time because I feel like in the course of talking about all these things, it's easy to get swept up in the minutiae and forget that the real core issue here are two innocent people mm -hmm. who were murdered, and the murderer did not get brought to justice for yeah. it. What was your thoughts after watching American Crime Story? Oh, my God. I mean, Sarah Paulson was amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. I can't even begin to say how amazing she sure, was. Sure, yeah. People always ask me, you know, so did they consult with you? Did they talk to you? No, they, they didn't. Yeah. They weren't allowed to talk to any of us. That's so, I, I know, I, re, I heard that you said that, which yeah. is so crazy because, I mean, I feel like she, she got you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, she really did, mm -hmm. and she really delivered the essence of what it was like to be in the middle of that insanity, that circus. And how she did that, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, she's a genius. Yeah, she is. She's an amazing actor. She's also a beautiful person, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, you guys got all close that, afterwards, right? Oh, yeah, we mm -hmm. still have dinner and we text and That's all that so stuff. That's so great. Oh, yeah, no, she's quite wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's been quite the experience. Sure. Yeah. Did people's perspective of you change because you were not treated fairly? Yeah. Um, so did people's perspective of you change? Were you happy with the way that, you know, you were portrayed on this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... It was a very difficult thing to have to relive yeah, the I'm nightmare sure. that that case was. I'm sure. um, but Ryan Murphy did an incredible thing. He chose mm -hmm. to shine a spotlight on sexism, and I didn't expect anybody to ever do that. Honestly, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, nobody cared then, really. Yeah. And and I thought no one would ever care. So that was an amazing choice that he mm -hmm. made, and then it was delivered on beautifully. They really showed a lot, and I think that was a really important thing to do because I do think it was part of the growing momentum. You know, domestic violence issues were coming to the fore. Mm -hmm. Rape victims were starting to be um, better represented. All of these things that were happening in society, I mean, I think that that series helped to shine a light on sexism and contribute to that momentum sure. that now I think has actually built to the Me Too movement. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. And what are, what are your thoughts of uh, thoughts on the Me Too movement? Oh, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I feel privileged to live in a time when yeah. we're in this place. I, I really was afraid mm -hmm. that when the Harvey Weinstein scandal broke, I thought it was going to be, oh, it's a Hollywood casting couch sure. thing, you know, yeah. and that it would get limited right there and stay right there, and he would get punished, mm -hmm. and then everybody, everybody would say, it's done, let it go. But it didn't. And, yeah. you know, the women started speaking up and speaking up. And so a scandal turned into a movement. Sure. And I think it's amazing. It is. It's, mm -hmm. It takes the focus off of a, t a terrible person and it shines a yes. light on something that's really important. On a huge issue. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did, it, did that ever distract you from the case at all, the way that you were treated? Because, I mean, you are a strong, strong woman to be able to kind of put that to the side and just focus on the job that you need to do because I don't think a lot of people would be able to do that. I know probably I wouldn't. You know what? Yeah. You would. Yeah. Yes, you would. Mm -hmm. because what was more important than whatever people were saying about my hair and makeup and clothes and whatever, yeah. two people were murdered. Mm -hmm. The killer's sitting right there, yeah. and it's my job to make sure people understand the truth and even, you know, do my best to get them to deliver justice mm -hmm. for these two innocent people. Yeah. And nothing is more important than that and that blocked out everything for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I heard the background noise, but sure. really the focus the issue at hand was just so monumental. Mm -hmm. It was so important. Yeah. So, no, that you know, with that with that issue on the table, with that task at hand, mm -hmm. um, it, nothing is really distracting. Yeah. What's your relationship like with Christopher now? 
I mean, we'd gone our separate ways. Yeah. We were very friendly, and mm -hmm. you know, we remained friendly. We were in touch a little bit, you know, after the trial. But you know, he went there, I went there. Some of the other team members, we all kind of dispersed. Sure. Yeah. Did you talk to him during the when the show aired at all? No. 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 Didn't reach out. Um, did you ever talk to Johnny Cochran or Robert uh, Kardashian after the trial? I didn't see Johnny really after right. the trial. I mean, we all remained friendly. Okay. But um, but Robert Kardashian, I did see. Okay. I ran into him in a restaurant a couple times. We'd wave. Mm -hmm. And then the last time I saw him in this restaurant in L.A., he actually came over to the table and said, you know, how are you doing? Uh -huh. And I said, good, and how are you? And blah, blah, blah. Very nice. And one month later, he passed away. Oh, wow. And I think he knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so sad. He was a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. You see on the show how torn and yeah. And did you get that sense from him? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Increasingly, I mean, he started out. He was always a good guy. Right. But you know, he started out. I'm going to be a loyal friend. I'm going to be there mm -hmm. supporting. And I watched his whole being an aura kind of shift as the the evidence mounted yeah. and especially with the DNA. And I could see the dawning awareness of. Mm -hmm what was the truth and I think that's why you saw the expression at the time of the verdict he was sure. stunned yeah by it yeah yeah what would you say to OJ today if you saw him I mean I don't know why people ask me this question yeah I, know. I don't you I really, really don't because what do you think I'm gonna say you're right I mean, hey hey, I hey buddy a year and a half <laughs> right. in court saying all kinds of things mm -hmm. so what is there left, left to say <laughs> no that's true no that yeah. is true do you how different I mean obviously I know that it would be how different do you think this trial would be in this day and age with social media mm -hmm. I just can't even imagine what the media um, spotlight would be on this case. Yeah, it would be pretty heavy, mm -hmm. I am sure. Um, as it was, even at the, back in the day, it's so weird to think about how fast our technologies advanced, because yeah. back then, all there were were fax machines. Sure. Right? Yeah. So they blew up the fax machine in the DA's office. <laughs> I mean, thousands of pages a day. So imagine, I mean, nobody even uses fax anymore. Yeah. When's the last time you used a fax? I couldn't even tell you. Me yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, I have one at home. I don't, I mean, it's broken. I don't even yeah. care. But right. if you can't email it, you don't get it. Of That's course. It. But, um... I, I do think, of course, I mean, social media encourages, it's so easy, too, yeah. so accessible, boom, 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 boom. So I'm sure that there would be an awful lot said, mm -hmm. you know, and texted and written about it on all kinds of outlets. Do I, I just think, yeah, it, it would probably be quite overwhelming. Yeah, verdict, <laughs> verdict would stay the same? I think, it's, look, um, the issues that caused that verdict, um, in my opinion, race and celebrity, mm -hmm. um, I really believe, uh, and when I say race, I'm talking about 400 years of social injustice. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the big picture. Yeah. Um, that hasn't gone away. Mm -hmm. We're not in post-racial society. I mean, I wish I could say we were. We're not. Mm -hmm. The only progress I see is that we are now talking about it. Good thing. Yeah. It's a start. Certainly not enough. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I probably, I think we'd be confronting very similar issues with any jury today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Make sure to check out Marsha's new A&E series. Marsha Clark investigates the first 48. All right. That's it for this week. But remember, we have not one, but two issues on newsstands this week, which features the explosive details of Donald Trump Jr.'s affair with Aubrey O'Day and how Duchess Kate and Prince William are prepping for baby number three. Plus, check back for all of your favorite celebrity interviews right here and head on over to usmagazine.com for all the latest news.